So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome and a good start to a brand new episode of the Volpreneur After Hours podcast. I am your host, Christine Campbell Rappin, and I want to complete an utter mission to help entrepreneurs make a difference. It's so important that we navigate the messy middle of startup, growth, relaunch, or reinvention. And today I'm sitting down to talk to an incredible entrepreneur. We're going to dig deep with our guests to talk about the best concepts, the plot twists, and how to fast track your business. Tonight, our guest is Abby Ritchie. She is an entrepreneur, mother of two school-aged children, a wife of 17 years, and a devoted daughter of many. She is the tech guru for seniors and the founder of Senior Savvy, which promotes Zoom workshops and technical support throughout the United States to seniors. Senior Savvy is a marriage of two things she absolutely loves, helping older people and technology. So a warm welcome to our show. Thank you, Christine. I'm thrilled to be here with you. I can't wait to know how on earth you decided to launch into the world of entrepreneurship. Was it always on your radar or how on earth did one day you wake up and say, that's a great idea? <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is that I actually come from a fourth generation entrepreneurial family on both sides. So there's part of me that has always been there. And prior to starting this business, I had another one for 15 years. And growing up, I saw my parents do it. And not only did they do it, but they involved us in everything. So whether it was my grandparents or my parents, we were always all hands on deck, right? In one way or another. And actually, that's really the same thing I do with my kiddos this, these days is I'm imparting entrepreneurial skills and just basic administrative tasks to them all the time. I love that. And so you were around it. But before we came on here, you talked to me about the fact that this this idea of becoming a business owner of a period of unemployment. And talk to me a little bit about that, because I think sometimes like the barriers to entry to becoming an entrepreneur are really quite low or lower than many times in certain, you know, in a knowledge-based business such as yours, it takes gumption more than necessarily significant assets to get started. But where was the moment of it's not working in traditional employment? Maybe there is a path to create something for myself to make more that. Well, in, uh, let's see, 2017, uh, the company that I had been working with and was a partner in for 15 years dissolved. It just wasn't going on at that point. And I was in working in education, technology, and had for many years and absolutely loved it. So to find myself unemployed and not, no longer a partner in my company was rather devastating. But, you know, I just kept applying and applying and applying and trying to look for another position in traditional companies very similar to what I was doing previously and nothing was panning out and you know I am uh, very independent I had owned my own company previously there's no way in the world I wanted to go to an office sit at a desk all day the idea of being in meetings and even having a boss was really foreign to me but I did find a position that was very similar and they brought me on and I I really liked it and I really felt like this was going to be the go. But much to my surprise, about a month and a half into it, they really felt like I wasn't the right fit for their culture and they let me go. <laughs> this was devastating to me. And, you know, I didn't see that coming. I, in one way, I was kind of relieved because it was hard to be so accountable for my time with another company. It was really hard. 
And I always felt like I was kind of skirting along with the hours and picking up my kids and coming back and all that. But truly, I was unemployed, really. And nothing was panning out. I was sending resumes out. There just wasn't a fit. And so after doing this for a couple months, I just thought to myself, okay, go to where you know you can serve. Because in my dreamland of not having any work to do, I always thought I would just serve and help people. And I have done that for years and years with my church. So I just thought, I'm just going to serve right now. I'm going to serve where there's a need because I've got to be useful in all at all times. So so just about the time my in-laws downsized and they needed help setting up all their TV and their cable and their phones and all this. And then their neighbor needed help. And then my friend's mom moved into town and she needed help. And I found myself day after day spending a lot of time with older adults, helping them with their technology. And I had grown up with my Nana and Papa. We spent a lot of time with them. And I have a deep love and admiration for older adults. I really, really do. And just having spent so much time with my grandparents growing up, my heart was already really tender towards the needs of an older person, whether it's being patient, being compassionate, being resourceful. And so I found myself doing a lot of tech work that you and I both know how to do. We all know how to do this. The work that I do is not unique in that I'm schooled for it, but I'm a teacher at heart and I'd always been working in education and in uh, corporate education and in technology. So um, early in 2018, in January 2018, I thought to myself, you know what? I kind of like this. I like this. I'm, I'm happy being with older adults. I'm happy answering their tech questions and there's a need for it. And I thought, is there a need for it? (laughs) Well, at that point, I thought, let me see if there's, let me see if this, if there's a need for it, because you know how sometimes you get an idea and then, but you haven't put it to market yet and you haven't put it to test. Well, I live in, in Phoenix and Scottsdale, Arizona, where there are a lot of retirement communities. And I called the five retirement communities in a five mile radius of where I live. I'd never been in any of, any of them. I didn't know anyone there, but I called. And in pure entrepreneurial form, offered something I had never done, which is a workshop on, and I made this up because it's just, I like the alliteration, cell phone secrets for seniors. Okay. Cell phone secrets for seniors. That's a good basic topic. I called out for the free workshop and, and then by the end of the day, I had three bookings. And by the end of the week, I had another two. So I was like, this has got legs. This is needed, Right. I really wasn't thinking about this like a larger scale. I was just like, how can I, what is this? A nest? Is this something that's, that people need? And they did. And so what I started doing was teaching this workshop that I'd never taught before. It was my entry into this um, industry of senior living. It was my entry. It was my step in the door. So when I'm talking to entrepreneurs, I always want to offer and suggest that you sit, you offer something free, like a workshop, something you can do. Don't overthink it. Give what you can give. And one thing I really made sure I did in the first week of starting this business was I didn't get ahead of myself and try to figure out my logo and, you know, my letterhead and my web. No, 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 no. I was just like, little by little by little, you'll get this thing together a little bit because I'd seen A lot of my friends get so caught up in the details. And my goal is to 
progress, not be perfect, but just progress. Um, and my goal is to continue to serve. So, and these other things, they would come as needed. Um, thankfully, my daughter helped me with my, my company name, which is Senior Savvy. We put together a business card because I needed a business card in order to start handing them out, right? And I put together this workshop. Seriously, I had no idea what I was really, I, I just put it together. It's a very different workshop today than it was sure. and a half years ago. Of, and I love teaching this workshop now because it is, there's a, a story under it. And I want to tell you about the time I was unemployed and I had gotten laid off and I was just like, well, uh, my dad said to me, entrepreneur, Abby, there's a golden pony under all this poop. Okay. Bless her dad. <laughs> um, there's a golden pony under all this poop. And by next year at this time, you're going to be thanking them for letting, for, for letting you go. You're going to be thanking them. And I just thought, how, right, whatever, right? They're not quite buying it, dad, but okay, I'll just keep going and keep yes. showing up. Exactly. There's a golden pony. And so there are still times today where I'll be like, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the golden pony, dad. I'm seeing it, you know? So, um, so yeah, I started teaching these workshops. Then I could get private clients. And then I started building my private clientele at these senior communities. And my goal, just like 2018, great. I'm at five or so communities. This is great. I'm growing a little bit. This is great. Uh, do not want to manage people. Do not want to bring them on. That was like, I had done that before. Was not, not, do not want to manage people at this point. <laughs> And, and then my goal was to start to build this out first locally, then regionally, then nationally. And I had an investor, I had a business plan, and I had um, people that were helping me put this together. And then you know what happened? 2020 happened. And that was, that was like rug pulled out from underneath you. Um, and I, and all of my communities closed all of them. I had no way to serve the people I loved, the people that I had been serving. And this was just devastating. And I thought, oh boy, oh boy, what you going to do now? I was going to show this. Yeah. I always, I always think there's moments in those plot twists. I, and I think they come in all different shapes and sizes. And I love the gumption of your story so far, because it talks about, I, I didn't have it all together. And yeah. I will tell you guys that, you know, and for listeners here, it is so important to recognize you need to just execute, mm -hmm. evaluate, listen, and see where there are magic connecting dots because you cannot see them from the shoreline. You can only see them when the dominoes start to fall. So the world goes crazy, as we all know, and your audience becomes inaccessible. Yes. Talk me through now. Will you close your shop? Yeah, I tossed and turned and tossed and turned. And I thought, oh my gosh, I I can't get inside. I can't help them. Um, what am I going to do? There was no such thing as like remote. I mean, there was remote support, but it really wasn't that widespread. And there were some very, very dark days, very dark days. And I decided about that time, um, I'm going to just try to teach. I'm going to try to uh, sign up with some different platforms around the country and try and try that because I, I, I know that I can teach and whatever. But at that time, I had a couple of my students at a community right up the street. 
and they have always been technologically progressive. In fact, they have been doing their community-wide meetings on Zoom for two years already. Like they started doing that in 2018 because they didn't have a large enough room. Yeah, Zoom had technically existed before COVID, people. Yeah, that was very technically progressive, right? And so these students there, 80s, 90s, some of them in their 100, okay? They started calling me and they would say, why don't you just teach your classes on Zoom, Abby? I was like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. I don't, I don't even like Zoom. It's, you know, I, I, the couple of times I had tried it, I thought, oh my gosh, it's excessively complicated. And then try to explain that and help a, you know, an, an older person and get on. And it was like, blah, but I had enough people that I really, really loved them. And they needed me and they wanted the engagement. They wanted the interaction. And they, and so I just said, okay, 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 I'm going to do it. And I can tell you, I've had so many situations where I have pushed and pushed and pushed in my, in my life where I pushed back. But the minute that I leaned in and said, okay, 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 that's when things really took off for me. And so, I mean, I, uh, my my company grew in leaps, and I went from serving, you know, five communities locally in 2020. By the end of the year, I was in 15 different communities across the country. Country at the um, earlier this year in 2022, uh, we started teaching internationally. So it's just like because because I just said, okay, my heart here is to serve. These people, I'm going to do everything I can to do just that. That really took me to the next level. I love that, you know, and it's funny because you talk about Zoom being before, I just have to have one sidebar. I have Skype with my parents every Sunday since 1996. Amazing. Like, it's not new technology, but every weekend, we always have an over-under bet. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Mom, that's true. Do you think they're going to get on screen the first time, second time, third time? And do you think the video will be working? And it's, I love what you're doing because I feel called to, to the service. I know it is such a great need. And I love the fact that, you know, there, there's that moment that you really commented where you say, I, I pushed in resistance against something. And the moment I leaned into it and thought this could be easy, and I don't mean effortless, there is momentum that carried you forward. So you've had this tremendous success. I love the expansion that's going, but you've got some really big news. Tell us a little bit about your opportunity to really share a big stage and get your message out there and what that looks like for you and what it means to the people that will hear your message on age. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I am so excited to talk about uh, the upcoming TED Talk. But before that, I want to tell you that um, in yeah, I want to tell you something that led me to that because it wasn't like I was just like, oh, now I got to do TED um, International. <laughs> it wasn't like that. God. In in early 2021, um, I, I I I saw an advertisement for a media boot camp, and I have known all along that yes, I have an amazing service, an amazing product. And I want to get my message out there, but I hadn't really, I didn't really have the method to do that. I tried on my own. So I take this media boot camp, amazing, with this super connectors, Chris and Jen. They taught me so many skills about getting on camera, about making the connections in the media, and about getting your message out there. Because when you're passionate 
about what you're doing, you got to let people know about it, right? You got to let people know about it so that you can serve more people doing what you do best. And so all last year, 2021, I was working on putting together um, my, my media and getting on TV. And I did over and over and over again. And this also helped me really expand my reach significantly. So I can't be more thankful. And a couple of people in this media bootcamp, their big goal was to get on TED, to get on a TED stage. And that, I'll be honest with you, was never my big goal. Never, never my big goal. But, but enough of them had said to me toward the end of 2021, Abby, you should do TED. You should do TED. And I was like, I only do things I'm really passionate about. Like, I don't know, because I have to be very energetically behind the things that I do. But I had enough people say to me, because I'm working with older adults, and it is a different type of approach to teaching technology. And I'm passionate about this because I feel like we're not serving these older adults with our YouTube way of teaching. We're not serving them. And they're like the Apple store doesn't really serve them. It's loud in there. It's hard to park. And, you know, they're not getting, it's very distracting. So I could feel that I have a very unique approach and anyone can adopt it because these skills are skills that you and I, we, we all know how to do. They're not unique, but the approach is. So I start applying for TED and boy, oh boy, I didn't have, I had no idea. It's like an American Idol auditioning process. It's rigorous. And once I get behind something, though, I'm all behind it. You can you cannot talk me out of it. And then I had an opportunity with a TED youth. Who knew? TED youth asked me to speak on the future of AI, artificial intelligence. And I'll tell you, that's not really my specialty. But if she asked me to, I was like, okay, can I talk about the future of AI and your grandparents? Because that's really where my heart is, right? And they said, yes. So I crafted my TED Talk around that, tied it into what my unique approach is, how anyone can do it and should be doing it because there's a silver tsunami of older adults in the workforce and, you know, in healthcare and everywhere. And they need a certain approach. And I just got the word yesterday that it was accepted. So I'm thrilled, totally, totally thrilled about that. And um, yeah, I'm just really excited because I truly believe that the younger generation has the ability to come alongside the older generation and teach them what they need to know about using their technology. I absolutely love that. Huge congratulations. I am really excited about the future impact, not just the crescendo that's building, but the impact you're going to make. Because this is about taking massive action. So many great nuggets from your story you know, the persistence in the dark days, keep going, think about how do you serve at the highest level and recognize yeah. that your gifts, well, you go, I don't think these are exceptional. Somebody else views them as exceptional because it's a gap for them. And I think, you know, with the world view that I always take is bridge the gap. How do you be exceptional as an entrepreneur? First and foremost, be a great human being. What an absolute pleasure to have you sit down. Congratulations on the TED Talk. Guys, that's it. This is a wrap. Another awesome episode with Evolvepreneur After Hours. But just before you go, a couple of tips. If you like this episode, we'd love a five-star review. 
please consider recommending this. You know some great entrepreneurs who we want to share the stage, hear about their stories, and take their insights to help you make a smoother path to success for your business. We love referral. Make sure you subscribe to future episodes. And this is the Evolvepreneur After Hours. Until next time, if you are an entrepreneur, make today an awesome one. Go out there and make an impact. We will see you soon.